pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here filling in for Dan Bach on this beautiful Monday, June 11th. Uh, excited to break down the games for you guys. We got a pretty nice slate overall. I mean, there's not the sexiest pitchers like the Max Scherzers and all, but overall, I think it's a fun and good slate. Uh, got a bunch of new series going on, so uh, let's dive right in and kind of talk about it. Again, we got eight games here. We're talking about Fantasy Draft, DraftKings, and FanDuel. We'll break it all down for you here. First game up, Boston Red Sox, Baltimore Orioles. This is a nine total, and we got Stephen Wright against Dylan Bundy. And uh, first look at this game is, man, Stephen Wright, he's the, you know, if you don't know much about him, he's kind of came back recently from injury. He's the knuckleballer. You know, sometimes the knuckleball works, sometimes it doesn't. Definitely has its uh, ups and downs for sure. I think Stephen Wright, he's strictly a tournament play. He's going up against an Orioles team. They strike out a ton. I do think that there could be some upside here for Stephen Wright, right? The knuckleball's going. This team can strike out at an immense clip. So I really, really think that uh, we have to consider Stephen Wright in tournaments. If you look at the BVP, because I think BVP is interesting on the knuckleball, since you don't really see it too often, I feel like, uh, you know, BVP kind of helps a little bit to give us a little better uh, understanding of the knuckleball. And I don't know, it looks like Trey Mancini uh, is hitting it pretty well. It's, it's such a small sample, though. Manny Machado looks like he's definitely had some struggles. That's the big one I want to know. He's like two, two for 15. Uh, it's just pretty pretty alarming to see him at two for 15 so i with the best hitter having that issues i don't know i think it's a good idea to like kind of just take a shot on steven right in some tournaments here and there just realize that there's risks that it could blow up and it's not a pitcher slate where you have these like value plays that you absolutely love and just think are phenomenal so uh, i think taking a shot in tournaments on steven Wright is not a bad idea on this slate on the upside dylan bundy uh this red sox lineup is definitely looking weaker and weaker without mookie Betts. but um when you took jd martinez out it got definitely really ugly and i think it it was worth targeting a little bit but i don't want to target it uh right now it's it's still a good solid lineup they're still not striking out a ton like why am i going to target you know this red Sox team if you look they're striking out only 19.9 percent of the time um and that's 2018 2017 yeah 20 uh 19.9 of the time uh right now against uh opposing right-handed pitchers i just don't know if i want to be uh doing that at this time uh i just think there's I know Dylan Bundy's a good pitcher, but I just think there's better pitching options that we can find, uh, you know, some money on and spend up. But yeah, I, I just hate targeting the Red Sox uh, offense, so I won't be doing it. The bats in this game, though, if you want to take some shots on some Orioles, I, I get it. I think you could take shots again. Like it's it's a knuckleball. Uh, there's a lot of who knows what will happen, right? I don't know what the wind is and all that stuff, but. Um, I get it. it, it Orioles are a boom-bust offense. I don't really like playing the Orioles too much this season. Maybe Jace Peterson, if he's at the top, maybe I'll take a shot on him just because he's really cheap and if I need a value play at second base. But uh, I'm not going too crazy with this uh, with this Orioles team. On the Red Sox side of the ball, you know, it's, it's definitely interesting to see the Red Sox with a 4.58 run total, right? We don't see this too often. So it, Vegas is definitely giving Dylan Bundy some credit here. 
I'm not really looking to go crazy with with Red Sox today. Uh, maybe take a shot here and there on like a Mitch Moreland or Endeavors, one of these like cheaper guys. I just don't think it's a spot where I really want to spend too much on him. I mean, JD Martinez is great on any slate. I totally understand it. If you have the money, which we might have the money on this slate, that's the thing. Uh, we're not really spending a you know a boatload on pitchers. We're not. We don't have a uh, you know Max Scherzer at like 13k or 14k, anything crazy like that. So if I have the money for JD Martinez, sure I'll put him in there or Ben Benintendi. But I'm not going out of my way to really jam him in my lineup or jam these Red Sox in as a whole. There's a there's a better team on this slate that's kind of expensive that I like that I think I'm going to jam in those hitters instead. Let's go to the next game. We got Toronto Blue Jays, Tampa Bay Rays. We got Sam Gaviglio against Ryan Yarborough. And uh, it's really weird to see Sam Gaviglio as a favorite against Yarborough. Also, I don't know if the Rays are pitching him for the majority of the game. Uh, Yarborough is a guy that he's, you know, came in after a couple innings or actually like one inning of Romo. And then he would just pitch for like five or six. So I'm sure he could easily pitch the five and six. Some people might argue, yeah, he's getting his chance to starting pitch, but the Rays have been doing this thing, you know, the reason why they've been doing this is so that the first guy doesn't pitch against the heart of the order three times. That's why they've been doing this. Uh, don't know why they're picking the, uh, the Blue Jays to do it against, and I don't know why they're saying, hey, let's throw the lefty in there when you got guys like... I mean, you'd want Yarbrough to just to avoid Teoscar Hernandez, Salarte, and Smoke. Like, it makes zero sense to start him. Why are they not putting a guy for one inning like they always do and then putting Yarbrough in? It makes way more sense to do that. I'm pretty confused about it, but uh, I'm not looking to play him. I don't like playing lefties against uh, the Blue Jays that much. Blue Jays have some pretty solid hitters, but uh, I'll definitely get some some of these bats. Like Teoscar Hernandez, I think he's going to be a great option, someone that I'm definitely going to be looking at on this slate. Uh, he's been crushing uh, left-handed pitching this season. He's definitely someone I want to get some exposure to. Like Justin Smoke, too. He's solid. Sarte, mainly those top three guys is what I'm really going to look to. I wouldn't mind looking at Randall Grichik, too. I mean, this guy... He has been smoking the ball. And I mean, he has absolutely been on fire throughout this last series. I wouldn't mind just continuing to ride the wave, especially if you've been, you know, profiting off it. Just keep going back to the well in here against the lefty. Don't hate that. On the race side, it's Caviglio. I mean, if Malik Smith is at the top, he'll be an interesting value and maybe Wendell, but I don't want to go too crazy here. Uh, you know, Bowers, if he's really cheap and you need a cheap guy, uh, he's popping a little bit for me, but I, I don't know. I just... I hate playing Rays, so I'm uh, going to do my best to avoid him, but if you need some of these values, I get it. Uh, not something I really want to do, but if, if the value fits and it helps you get other things, I'm perfectly okay with it. Uh, and nothing else in this game. We'll go to the next one. We got the San Francisco Giants, the Miami Marlins. This is a 7.5 total, and we got Madison Bummer Garner against Wei Yin Chen. When you first look at this game, the big thing I notice is, you know, Bumgarner's price, uh, you know, it's pretty good. Uh, it's it's 10.4K on DraftKings. I don't love it there as much, but it's still a solid price. That we've paid, uh, you know, 12K for him in the past. Uh, Fandle, he's 8.8K. Fantasy Draft, we got him at 20.2K. I just don't know if I'm going to do it here. Miami Marlins don't strike out a ton. Bumgarner pitched 82 pitches in his last game. I don't see a ton of strikeouts here against the Marlins, too. That's the other worry because they're just not striking out a ton. They have a pretty right-handed heavy lineup. Uh, I'm not saying that the Miami Marlins are going to, you know, absolutely have a phenomenal game, but I worry that there's not enough upside for paying that price, and I can just get a better option possibly for cheaper. So uh, I'm going to do my best, I think, to stay away from Bumgarner here. It, unless I hear, like, word that he's going to go 100 pitches and he's, like, in way better form and maybe I missed something, but I, I don't know. I just... 
he didn't look as good that that last start out there too only had three strikeouts i'm just gonna take another wait and see approach just kind of want to see him look a little better uh maybe watch this start a little closer as well so uh i'm definitely looking to not really load up on Bumgarner. if you want to take shots in tournaments say you have like a cheap stack and he fits your last spot I get it. Uh, totally understand because it's Madison Bumgarner, but uh, I'm not going out of my way to roster him. Uh, on the upside, Wei Yin Chen, I mean, he is bad. He is definitely not a good pitcher. I'm not rostering him, but I know it's in Miami. I know it's in the stadium, but I think we could target some of these bats. I think they're they're pretty solid all around. I mean, Gorgie Hernandez, if he's at the top, I like him. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon has been crushing the ball. He's probably my favorite Giants bat in this game. Evan Longoria against lefties, that is always a thing, uh, right? Uh, even though he's getting older, he can still crush left-handed pitching. I like him a little bit. Mac Williamson, he's another guy that can hit uh, you know, lefties pretty hard. And Brandon Crawford, you can't deny what he's doing. He is the best batting average since uh, May 1st, I think I saw the other day on TV. And then uh, Buster Posey, I mean, don't want to leave him off too. Uh, he's a pretty solid play too. Uh, just their prices are really nice around the industry. I think they're an interesting cheap stack. You see, yeah, a 4.2 implied run total, and it's in this Miami stadium. Obviously, there's not as much, uh, you know, pop in this park for home runs, but I do think that there's some uh, upside for some of these guys. They have really cheap price tags. Could be a nice little mini stack that you could pull off. If you want a full-on stack, I guess you could, but uh, I don't know. I, I just think maybe picking and choosing your value plays is the, is the better route to go with the Giants lineup, and uh, man, McCutcheon's probably my top play in this game. Marlins side, I will not play anyone over here. I just think that we don't need to be playing this offense against Bumgarner. So I'll pass on this one. We'll go to the next game. We got Carlos Carrasco, Lucas Giolito. This is a nine total. And uh, yeah, I think uh, Carlos Carrasco is going to be my top pitcher on the slate at the moment. Uh, White Sox uh, against right-handed pitchers is a thing. Uh, it's a bit of a thing I've been targeting for most of the season. I think he's uh, head over heels. Not head over heels. Uh, I forget what the term is, but uh, it's not head over heels. It's a... Uh, Gosh, he's way above the field, something like that. Uh, but he is the top pitching option for me. He's the guy I want. He's my top dog on the slate. Uh, I just think it's a really easy option. Uh, 3.44 implied total for the White Sox. They've been striking out a ton this year. If you look at the lineup too, sure, it's gotten better throughout the season. Uh, Yamankata, Yomar Sanchez, Jose Abreu, uh, Daniel Paca, Matt Davidson. But then it starts to fall off here, you know, Omar Narvaez, Tim Anderson, Charlie Tinson, and then uh, Trace Thompson. There's definitely a ton of strikeouts in this lineup. Uh, if you pull up the plate IQ too, I mean, Carrasco, he has looked pretty good this year. Uh, pulling it up now, we got him at on the season a xfip of 3.23 uh, the k percentage 27.2 percent the walks are down to at six percent this is definitely someone that we want to uh want to be looking to target and actually if you pull up uh i pulled up uh that was the 2017 2018 numbers walks are actually even uh, a percentage down if you look at just 2018 i mean the woba is nice the only thing you worry about a little bit is the hard contact uh, you know it's at 33 percent definitely starting at a point where you get a little concerned uh the uh the average exit velocity too is clear he's getting hit hard because of the uh you know average exit velocity is at 88.6 percent or 88.6 on uh right handers and then 90.1 on lefties that's definitely one of the concerns and the white Sox are a team that can hit the ball hard but they do strike out against uh right uh, strike out against right-handed pitchers uh this is definitely something you want to be targeting on this slate so uh carlos Carrasco, he's my top pitcher on the slate and then my top offense is still in this game too it's the cleveland indians against lucas giolito again pull up the plate iq if you have the premium too you know you pull up the Giolito and you see 
all the red, right? I mean, it is red in so many different spots. Sure, he's got, you know, against, uh, you know, his hard hit percentage against righties is somehow 27.9%. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm not buying it. The way he's getting just destroyed. XFIP at 6.63. K percentage of 11%. He's not missing any bats. I mean, his walk percentage this season is higher than his K percentage at 13.8%. Uh, you want guys, pitchers, you want to target pitchers that are walking batters because when they walk the batters and then they get hit hard, it's a grand slam or a three-run homer, and then you know all the correlation comes in and all the runs come. So uh, I'm going to be all over these guys. I love Lindor, Brantley, Jose Ramirez. Those are my three favorite, I'd probably say. Uh, I like Alonzo too. E5, I mean, the whole lineup is great. Chisenhall being back in there is, is awesome. Kipnis, uh, I'm going to be up and down this lineup. I'll be playing all the bats for sure. I also think it's worth noting, like, when you're jamming your Indians in your lineup, make sure you're jamming in, like, the expensive ones. Like, like find a way to get them in. I don't want to miss out on those guys. So, uh, like, Lindor, Brantley, and Ramirez, I'm definitely making sure. They're, they're going to be my three that I just, like, lock in. I think that you want to have them, and then I'll mix and match the other guys in throughout my lineups. But those are three I'm going to try my best to get exposure to if I can. Uh, nothing else in this game. We'll move on to the next one. We got the Chicago Cubs, Milwaukee Brewers. This is Jose Quintana against Junior Guerrera. And I do think Quintana is interesting on this slate. Uh, obviously, a matchup against the Brewers. It's not the most ideal thing in the world, but uh, hey. Uh, he still has some upside. I still think he's got a good price. I still think he's a, a solid pitching option that we can look at today. So uh, I'll be definitely getting some Jose Quintana exposure. Uh, he's 8.5K on FanDuel DraftKings. His price is 8.1K, which is definitely nice for an SB2. And then he is 15.9K over on Fantasy Draft, which is a nice price tag over there. So uh, definitely going to get some exposure to him. And uh, one thing to note about Carrasco, too, of why I like him more than Bumgarner, just forgot to mention this, but uh, Bumgarner is 10.4K, and Carrasco's only 300 more. We can easily just move up to him, and uh, it's just a simple uh, SP1 option. But SP2, I do think that uh, Quintana is in the discussion as one of my favorite uh, guys to look at. I know the implied run total at 4.13. It's like, hey, uh, I'm a little worried about that, but I think he's in the conversation uh, for sure. The Brewers can obviously string out a ton but they can uh you know they can hit hit a ton and they've been hot this past weekend so it has me slightly concerned and um those righties can definitely be scary uh that's the one thing uh, i like righties right-handed pitchers more than lefties against the brewers i think the camp size is a little better but uh yeah i think Quintana is fine i think he's interesting he seems like safe right it makes you feel uh feel kind of warm and fuzzy feel okay yeah he'll get the job done enough he won't blow up all the way so uh he's interesting there's one other guy like a little bit more though probably as the sp2 but he's still in play has a lot of upside at that price. It just seems too cheap. On the upside, Junior Guerrera against this Cubs bats. Like, uh, you know, I like Hayward here, Zobras, Rizzo, gotta love. I mean, these lefties is what I want to look to target here. I think we definitely want to get exposure to these Cubs in this ballpark too, where left-handed power is great in Milwaukee. So, uh, yeah, I think looking at the lefties, uh, you know, hard hit percentage. He's at 38.8% right now against Rays. is 38.8%. He's given a ton of fly balls. Guerrera has been really bad this season. I'm going to look to target some of these Cubs bats. We also have Chris Bryant. I mean, I'd always make sure to get him in there. I kind of like him hitting in that uh, one hole there, uh, especially being on the road. We can maybe get an extra bat from him. That's always great to look for. I know Brewers have had a pretty good bullpen this year, but uh, I think they're an interesting stack on this slate that we can look to uh, look to play and might go a little overlooked. I think people might mix and match up in their lineups, but maybe they get a little overlooked at their, uh, you know, only having a 4.37 implied run total. Uh, it is going to be one of the, it might be the second highest on the slate. Just want to make sure. Uh, it's the 
it's like the the fourth highest. So uh, it's definitely not as many high ones up there. I mean, everyone's just going to be jamming the Indians in for sure today. They are going to be the uh, you know the mega chalk, I guess you could say, on this uh, smaller slate. But uh, nothing else in this game. Let's go to the next one, and it's uh, San Diego Padres and the St. Louis Cardinals, and we have Jack Flaherty on the mound, and I think Jack Flaherty is going to be a guy that a lot of people look at. I think I'm going to consider him too. He's on FanDuel, he's 7.7K, DraftKings 8.3, and Fantasy Draft, we get him at 16.2K, and he gets a matchup against the San Diego Padres, who strike out a ton against right-handed pitchers. We've targeted them all year long. It seems like a great day to just take Carrasco, who's a right, you know, going up against a team that struggles against right-handed pitchers, take, uh, Jack Flaherty, who's going to be a team that struggles against right-handed pitchers, and just call it a day. Those seem like my, my two favorite pitchers, the one I'd be making sure to get exposure to in cash games, I think, um, it's tough, though. I, I I think it's the play, though. Uh, Jack Flaherty, sure, he can have his issues at times, but I think taking a shot on this is definitely worth it. It is hot out there in St. Louis. It's going to be uh, 85 degrees. That is definitely something I'm a little worried about, too. Uh, but it is a ballpark upgrade, too, going from uh, San Diego to St. Louis. But I don't know. I still think it's worth uh, taking the shot on. Uh, it's it's the one game that we could have to worry about weather too. That's the one thing we have to know. We got the uh, Diamondbacks. They're 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 going to be uh, probably in a dome. Seattle, right? They have that uh, you know umbrella roof. Miller Park. They can do a dome if they need to. And then we got Miami dome. Like it's all the uh, dome games basically today. So. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that uh, Flaherty's in play for me, but watch the weather. There could be some concerns for him and uh, have to monitor that. On the opposite side, Jordan Lyles. He's a guy that I do not like. Uh, I love to target him. I mean, I guess I like him because I like to pick on him, uh, but I will never be rostering this guy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I just don't think he's that great. Sure, he showed some better numbers, but uh, you know he's definitely had his struggles against righties, right? And this is a right-handed heavy lineup. And if he's had some struggles against righties, I definitely think that we can look to uh, target him up here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to look at these righties on the Cardinals, and I'll also put in Matt Carpenter because he's been he's been absolutely crushing it. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know how we uh, miss out on this opportunity. I think this is a great stack here. Also, they're at a 4.8 run, implied run total. Vegas agrees that this could be a spot where Lyles really struggles. I'm going to look to go Carpenter, Fam, like Martinez, Ozuna, Yadier Molina, uh, Fowler. Man, I still don't know what to do with him. Uh, I, I've been kind of avoiding him in my Cardinal stacks recently. I think I'm going to keep doing it. He's definitely had his struggles. But those mains, like uh, five at the top, I mean, you have to like them. Munez, he, he's shown some pop recently too. Uh, I think we looked to him as well. I think this is a simple lineup to make. Uh, just plug in those main guys and then uh, find a way to make your lineup different in, in another way, I guess, if you think it's going to be chalky. But... I like these guys as like a cheaper, uh, you know, cheaper stack that you can get in your lineups. Like, let me see the price tags just to double check. Uh, yeah, so this is this is insane. DraftKings, uh, man, Matt Carpenter is three point three k. There's no reason for that. Uh, I, I thought I was going crazy when I saw that price, but it is true. Fam four point five, Jose Martinez four point three, Ozuna three point eight, Molina three point six. That's just such a cheap stack there, and you can probably get in some pretty good pitchers with your uh, really good bats uh, surrounding it. So Cardinals are one of my favorite stacks today. I'm definitely going to get exposure to it. Uh, you know, if you want to check uh, ownership percentage, check with Christian Mino, but I'm sure some others will be playing uh, Matt Carpenter. I feel like he's going to be a very high-owned guy today on this slate. That wraps up this game, though. Uh, no interest in the Padres. I guess, yeah, no interest in the Padres. I, I could get, like, maybe a contrarian stack of it, but I I'm, I think it's getting cute. Uh, I know Flaherty can have his issues, but eh, we don't have to do that on this slate. I'm fine with uh, not, not, not messing around with that one. Uh, next game up, Pittsburgh Pirates, Arizona Diamondbacks, seven and a half total. We had Joe Musgrove and Patrick Corbin. And uh, Patrick Corbin, he definitely has, uh, you know, looking like he's a, a very 
Good favorite here, uh, minus 143, but Vegas agrees that the Pirates should not put up a lot of runs. 3.45 run total here. Corbin has looked phenomenal this season. Uh, I mean, if you look at the numbers, it's hard to argue against it. Exit of, of 2.78, K percentage of 32.4%. Not really walking a ton of guys. His only real issues is uh, the hard contact, uh, you know, giving up against right-handers, giving up 39.1% against lefties, 32.4%. Oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, the, the K percentage is higher, though. But, I mean, this this Pirates lineup can get pretty right-handed heavy if they want to. Uh, could we be a little worried about that? Sure. But, I mean, I think Corbin has a lot of upside here. I think he's a, I think he's a really good tournament option. Uh, I think he's more in play on FanDuel than Fantasy Draft and DraftKings. Uh, the price on DraftKings is 11.2K. I just rather go to Carrasco, you know, for a little bit cheaper. He's 21.1K on Fantasy Draft. I think he's a good pivot off of Carrasco. If you're telling me, you know, from Carrasco, who are you pivoting to? Bumgarner or Corbin? Uh, I'm probably going to Corbin. I think he's the guy I'd rather look to. I think he's the guy that has more upside. I think he's got a, uh, you know, a higher price tag. Maybe the ownership is down on him too. Uh, I'm at least I'm assuming that will happen. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that's the right right way it'll go today so i'm looking uh, to get corbin in tournaments and get some exposure i think there's a lot of upside here i know it's a team in the pirates again they don't strike out a ton and the, the upside doesn't seem like it's as much there but corbin he really hasn't cared with that slider he's been absolutely crushing it this year so i think he's a good shot to uh, guy to take some shots on this season if you look at it, just the game logs i know uh looking at game log is kind of annoying but it's kind of what you get and it feels good looking at the game log I'll go from the entire game log, basically from uh, May or from April 17th, 44.1, He definitely feels safe to get you, uh, you know, get you some some points, right? Uh, it's he hasn't been as elite as he was at the start of the year, but he's definitely a guy I think that we should get some exposure to. If he was against more of a higher strikeout lineup, I think people would be all over him today. But because of that Pittsburgh lineup not being a high uh, K percentage lineup, I think people will just kind of stay away a little and just say, hey, Carrasco's the better play. Let me just go to him and he'll become the mega chalk. But um, yeah, no no Pirates for me in this game. I really don't want to target them. And then against Musgrove, Musgrove's been good this year. I think you can consider him as an interesting SP2. Uh, the the Diamondbacks are just hitting the ball really well right now. Though. That's the worry. I don't really want to be targeting them right now. The lineup's just getting better. Once they had AJ Pollock, it's going to be even scarier. But you know they have Lamb, Peralta. They traded for John Jay, who's just a good all-around hitter. Uh, not saying he's a home run guy, but he can still you know hit for average pretty well. You got Goldschmidt. Uh, it's just all around. They're they're crushing the ball, and I don't think I want to be targeting Musgrove. I just think he's running into the wrong spot at the wrong time. That wraps up this game. Let's go on to the next one. We got the Los Angeles Angels, the Seattle Mariners, and this is an eight total. We got Andrew Heaney against Wade LeBlanc. And yeah, I really don't like this game overall. I'm just, uh, I don't know. Not saying I want to cross it off, but uh, I don't love this game that much. Uh, the price tags on some of the guys is what I'm trying to find and think what's the best spots I can look at. Uh, let me see here. We got on, on uh, we'll start with FanDuel first just because I have the tab up. Uh, Ian Kinsler's got a decent price at 3.1K against the lefty. If you want to go there, I think that's fine. Um, Pujols, he's cheap. If you want to look for a cheap home run against Wade LeBlanc, I guess you could, but uh, I don't love it. I don't know. Uh, Trout's a little expensive. If you have the money, sure, I would obviously jam him in there, but it just depends if you have the money. But uh, on the Seattle side, uh, let's see. 
I mean, they have some interesting prices against the lefty. Um, you know, Nelson Cruz obviously is someone to consider. He's 3.8K, which is, 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 is expensive for what he's been this season, but it's still fine against a lefty if you want to target it. I could totally understand, but uh, he's not a guy I really want to be targeting too much, right? Uh, sure, he's had some issues against right. He's giving up 35.3% hard contact, uh, you know, giving up uh, exit velocity at 88.8. Definitely had his issues with a walk percentage of nine. That's where he's walking, guys, is against the Rays. And I expect this uh, Mariners lineup to get a little right-handed heavy, but uh, I just don't think Keeney's a guy I want to target too much. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any other prices that I absolutely love. I mean, Zanino's always in play against a lefty. Uh, don't forget on don't don't sleep on him. He's a guy that you can always be considering as a cheap catcher option. His price is 3.1k, so yeah, that's pretty solid. Uh, Cruz is 4.1k on DraftKings. Uh, Hanniger's 4k. Those guys could be a little interesting. Uh, let's see, fantasy draft. Cruz at 8.2. Healy's um, at 6.4 on uh, fantasy draft, and Zanino's at 6K, so those could be interesting values. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to go too crazy with this one. Uh, Kinsler, 7.3K. That's interesting value on fantasy draft. But, again, I don't love this game. Uh, I was just trying to see if there's any values that could pop off here for you guys. But uh, I think I'm kind of pretty 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 condensed on what i'm gonna do i think i have a pretty tight i guess tight rotation i know it's a basketball term but I'm, i have a pretty tight core of what i think i'm gonna do on tonight's slate uh my favorite stack of the day let's get to that because i know you guys love that uh the stack of the day it, indians are the obvious one right they're gonna be the chalk i'm gonna make sure i'm getting exposure to my cash games uh there's no doubt about it i'm not trying to you know steer you guys wrong or tell you what i'm you know not doing but I, i'm gonna load up on these guys they're they're my favorite stack of the day I'll be loading up on them for sure. I'll give you a tournament stack, though. Um, I'm trying to think. like are The Cardinals like too chalky to give you guys, but I don't know. I think I'm going to go with them. Uh, I, I know they, they. it sounds lame because it's just like both the two implied run total teams, but Andy is just the obvious play that I think you're going to have to play, and they're going to need a ton of runs. And the Cardinals, I think they're just too cheap, like some of these guys. I think they're just like too good of values. Like Ozuna at 3.8K and Carpenter at 3.3. That's just like stupid. Uh, and like... I just think it's a way too good of price tags on some of these Cardinals. So I'll be getting exposure to these guys for sure. But that about wraps up the slate for me, guys. Uh, I'll be back. I believe I'm back tomorrow. Uh, don't know for sure. Don't quote me on it. But I'm back. I'm back at least, I think, three times this week. And then uh, Dave, I think we'll be doing the other two. Uh, so yeah, thanks a lot for joining me, guys. It's been a good podcast. For me, Travis Mangone, I am out of here. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.